Welcome to the Getting Grid Podcast. I am Brad Pull, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. St. Basil the Great was a doctor of the church back in the 4th century, distinguished for brilliancy of mind and seriousness of character. He made this observation about prayer and fasting. Fasting gives birth to prophets and strengthens the powerful. Fasting makes lawgivers wise. Fasting is a good safeguard for the soul, a steadfast companion for the body, a weapon for the valiant, and a gymnasium for athletes. Fasting repels temptations, anoints unto piety. It is the comrade of prayer and the artificer of chastity. In war it fights bravely. In peace it teaches stillness. For as Jesus said, there are some demons that cannot be driven out by anything but prayer and fasting. Seeking to renew oneself through prayer and fasting is about seeking the roads of the saints, is it not? It's about making a transformational change. Now, that's a $100 word, transformational. If you're used to working with simple $1 words and the occasional $10 word like grit, a $100 word can really make you feel quite uncomfortable. Others might say those who use these words are pretty highfalutin. I'm copying the word down, so I'm borrowing it in a sense, which, of course, doesn't make me highfalutin. But if we were just trying to keep it simple... The following might be a good start for a definition of making a transformational change. First and foremost, choosing not to trust in ourselves, instead leaning into God. As it says in Proverbs 3, have confidence in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. Secondly, choosing to look, listen, and feel for God in the silence. In 1 Kings 19, a story of Elijah is told that he walked 40 days and 40 nights to a cave at Mount Horeb. He was urged by the Spirit to go and stand at the entrance of the cave because the Lord wanted to speak to him there. First came a great and strong wind that seemed to shake the mountain apart, but God was not in the wind. Then came an earthquake that seemed to split the valley floor, but God was not in the earthquake. Then there was a great fire that burned so hot that even the dirt melted like wax. But God was not in the fire. Finally, there was a whisper of a gentle breeze. It was here that Elijah heard God speak. Mother Teresa said, In the silence of the heart, God speaks. If you face God in prayer and silence, God will speak to you. Then you will know that you are nothing. It is only when you realize your nothingness your emptiness, that God can fill you with himself. Souls of prayer are souls of great silence. Thirdly, combating our selfish nature. Responding to God's nudge of doing this or doing that. Psalms 119, it says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. And Jeremiah 29 says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. In Proverbs 4 says, Let your heart hold fast my words, keep my commandments, and live. In the book Spiritual Combat by Dom Lorenzo Scapoli, he outlines a thesis on transformational change, saying, For whoever has the courage to conquer his passions performs an action more meritorious in the sight of God than if he should tear his flesh with the sharpest of disciplines 
fast with greater austerity than the ancient fathers of the desert or convert convert multitudes of sinners. So begin by providing yourself with four weapons. The first weapon, distrust one's self. Without this virtue, we cannot expect to defeat our weakest passions, much less gain victory. We cannot, without divine assistance, accomplish the smallest good or advance the smallest step towards heaven. But if this, all we, if this is all we have, distrust of oneself, we shall soon be routed, plundered, and subdued. Taking the second weapon, which is the confidence of God, we must expect from Him alone assistance and support through trials, asking in humility, having great confidence, believing in the truth in Scripture, balancing what we fear in ourselves and what we hope from God. But still, even with these two weapons, if this is all we have, you can expect that you will suffer making some serious blunders. Arm yourself with the third weapon, then, the proper use of faculties of body and mind. This requires us to persistently examine all things for their good or their evil and become resolute in always returning good for any evil. Now, gaining these three weapons, it seems like we have a pretty solid arsenal, but even these three combined will not guarantee nor gain fully the confidence for the battle we wage. We must add the fourth, the duty of prayer, for by it God is compelled, as it were, to grant us the strength of heaven and destroy by our weak hands the fiercest of foes. If we are sincere, our motive is God's will, not ours, and our actions are reflections of these prayers, and we are fiercely persistent in our request. Then we can rise to the occasion. Yes, rise to the occasion because you are more than able to fulfill your destiny of becoming all that you were intended to be. Now that you are there, let me ask, why does really bad stuff happen to good people? One might also ask, why does really good stuff happen to bad people? Someone might answer that. God causes the sun to rise on the good and the bad, and he causes the rain to fall on the just and the unjust alike. Someone else might answer that we chose to live in a fallen world, and the result is what we see around us every day. Still, someone else may answer, maybe God is just trying to help us get through it all, through the pain, through the sorrow, through the angst, the joy, the jubilation, the victories, and the defeats, calling us to lean in, to listen, and to respond to Him alone, and not rely on all the human stuff that we feel, which is just confusing anyway. Prayer and fasting. It is only when you realize your nothingness, your emptiness, that God can fill you with himself. Ain't it so? This is Getting Grit, signing off. I hope you'll come see us at www.gritquest.com. You can subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. I hope you'll Take a look at our website and see our quest. Come on an adventure with us. Blessings to you. Dominus Vobiscum.